Hey, Rob. Yeah. Today, we are going to be doing Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, man. Because you always said that was like the last game we do, or the very last episode of the podcast. So I'm really relieved because uh, I'm really sick of this freaking Rob, show. Rob, hmm? two. Alex Kidd in Miracle World, two. No! Lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 39, I remembered this time, it's episode 39, of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your charming host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined, as always, by the winner of the 2017 Outlandish Moustache Competition, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura. How's that moustache working out for you, A.C.? Oh, I needed to get a building permit for it, actually. Yikes. It was a mighty erection. <laughs> the moustache wasn't bad either. <laughs> and we're done. Thanks, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Managed to sneak that in there. Yeah, just, I don't think anybody noticed. Yeah, no. But when you sneak things in there, no one notices. <laughs> that's what I've heard. <laughs> On the street. <laughs> you, should, you should stop listening to that hobo who gives out blowjobs <laughs> for two dollars in the parking lot of of Superbard. <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to say. Oh, you mean X? We will replace X with one of our friends' names. But I decided not to do that because that would be oh, just way too cruel. We can just say Andrew Hicks because. Like, <laughs> It'll be literally years before he gets to this episode. He's got he's got a backlog of about, about six months later. You'll get yeah. this phone call. He's like, "Oh, okay. Oh, you're a... that did happen once. Calm down, you, you totally... hobo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which, I should just start calling him hobo, and then he won't. He'll go, "Why are you calling me that?" And then six months later, "Hey." <laughs> uh, so look forward to that. That'll be report back later about. I'm sure down the track that will come I would back really to love, house. because that does happen sometimes. Mm. Like, I do insult him, and then he does get back to me and goes, Hey, what did you say about me? And I went, what the? Oh, yes, that. <laughs> that was ages ago. <laughs> yeah. It's good to know that he eventually listens to them, though. Yeah, it's a good idea a backlog of but, brilliant, hilarious podcast gold. <laughs> the thing is, though, i got to be careful, because if I just say I insulted you last episode, he'll just go and listen to the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. But i also got to say, you get... We, you got to build up to it. Yeah, yeah. you got to listen to all of our shows. <laughs> even, the, <laughs> even the original run that was, let's face it, pretty dodgy. <laughs> I love the original run. We you know how off the rails we were? Yeah, I, I'd lo- I actually want to go back and listen to the first episode at some point, because I think that would just be mind-blowing. It was it was um, basically bit seizure. That's yeah, all it yeah. was. That would be fun. I'd like to do that at some point. Um, but you know, we could do commentary. Yeah. Commentary for our... Like commentary over the top of our first episode. That's very meta. And it would be very confusing because it would just be us talking over us. Yes. With no visuals. (laughs) Or we could have a visual of just me dancing. (laughs) So a YouTube video that is literally just a loop of you dancing. Yeah. With audio from our first podcast ever. Yeah. And then audio over that. Yeah. Of us talking about our favorite parts from that podcast. Well, what we should do, what you got to remember... Is that we should actually... You know how a lot of commentary mm. has, like, the original muted? Yes. Or, like, not muted, but turned down. And yeah, then, yeah. you know, over the top. Yes. The, the stronger voices. Yeah, yeah. The, it's going to be the opposite. Okay. You'll hear the first episode and just <laughs> in the back of you go, oh, it was dodgy, wasn't it? <laughs> so that'll be probably the, the, the best, the most popular video we've ever made. <laughs> It'll uh, get two views. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you have to get zero because I'm not even I bother watching what <laughs> kind of stuff we put up. You just put it up there and you just close the browser. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking done with that shit. <laughs> Fire and forget is what I say. But... <laughs> That, yeah. that is our, that should have actually been our motto for bid t-shirt fire. Anyway, talking yeah. about uh, blue job giving hobos today. <laughs> Segway. S- seamless segue. Yeah. I just really wanted mm. you to imagine Alex Kidd yeah. as a blue job uh, giving hobo. I, cheap, cheap blue job. I frequently do. <laughs> you can't get That's off. Just how I, unless someone in a red yeah. tracksuit. I can't get to sleep at night lot. unless I. <laughs> Just gotta get that monkey off my back, you know. He does look like a monkey he too. Does, he, he is very monkey-like. Alex Kidd in Miracle World Two: Deuce. But wait a minute, AC. Hold on a second. Yep. There ain't no such thing as Alex Kidd in Miracle World Two. How do you know? Because the Sega Master System. Yep. Is from the eighties. Yep. And we live in the glorious heyday of twenty seventeen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, therefore, yeah. there can be no such game as Alice Kid in Miracle World 2. Please explain. That's where you're wrong. Oh, Bobby, my. me old boy. Gosh. Okay, no. It is not an official game. Where was that even going? I don't know where, really. <laughs> where, where is anywhere? Where is anything going on this podcast? <laughs> to the trash. Yeah. Go to the, to the trash. <laughs> Garbage Medical <Island>. forest. <laughs> That's the name of our recording <laughs> studio. Garbage <laughs> I insulted a whole state. That's uh, good fun. Hey, right. Rob. Yeah. Show us your map <laughs> I would, but Our I, Australian uh... listeners will know what that means because it's kind of shaped like triangle. Mm. Yeah. And it's very hairy down there. Yeah, but see, I'm into mansculp- manscaping. Mansculping? Sculpting? Mansculpting. I like to shave myself naked, all right? Okay, fine. <laughs> I like to be a hairless... Ha- like those hairless cats. Okay, I get that. But, <laughs> but, but why did you shave your head as well? Uh, the hairless cat. Okay, right, okay, very, yes, you do look like a hairless cat Yeah, thank you, that was the, that was the look I'm going for Okay, Alex Kid too. before we get any off This is just too nonsense, though <laughs> It kind of is right, going So, Alex Kid Miracle World 2 is not a real game There have been many, it's not an official game It is a real game, not an official game There have been, stop laughing <laughs> We're reviewing a game that doesn't, isn't, it doesn't even exist <laughs> It's all in our minds But a lot of people wouldn't know I'm playing it in my mind right now yeah, Note this down AC, the next, the next podcast Episode 41, we're going to make up a game that doesn't exist and review it <laughs> I shall call it Doom 6 Nice, son of Doom <laughs> Oh god Chuck Doom You play the son of the eponymous Doom <laughs> God Alright, uh, okay. Mr. Doom so, although there have been many, many Alex Kid games, yes, uh, some of them weren't even real Alex Kid games. They were just like rehashes of Japanese games, that like Alex Kid in High Tech World. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is basically—I don't want to say a ROM hack. It was kind of an original creation using a kit called uh, Kitted. Okay. Which was a kind of like a make your own Alex Kid. And this guy called Ian. Mm-hmm. His username is just Ian. Okay. Wow, he got the, he's at Ian on Twitter or something like I don't, that? I don't think he's at Ian. He's just on these message boards where he created okay. this. Uh, created basically a sequel to Alex Kid Miracle World. Right. It uses all of Alex Kid Miracle World's original assets mm-hmm. uh, with updated enemy sprites. Yeah, they basically... seems like they just, yeah, redid the sprites. But if you look closely and, and the patterns and things like that and the weapons, the projectiles they shoot at you and things like that, it's pretty obvious that they're... Uh, they're from the original game. Yeah, they're just reskins. Yeah. So the level design is all new. Uh, Alex Kidd looks and performs, for better or worse, exactly how he did in the original. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that's a good thing because <laughs> his physics are a little wacky. Yeah, look, it's not 
he doesn't control like the best platforming character from that era. No. It's far from the worst. But um, you know, for me, the gold standard of platforming um, physics and and gameplay is Mario, and I sort of you know, have to compare everything else against that. And um, you know, Alex Kidd is nowhere near as as good as as Mario is in terms of just the the feel of no. the game. He but, skids. He doesn't stop on a dime. He yeah. kind of. You, you kind of jump onto something and then he kind of runs and then walks, then slows and then decides to stop, maybe. But yeah. then he might want to fall onto spikes as well. And it's very it seems s- random. It's very squirrely, you know. Yeah. Like, you can just... Um, Mario has a bit of... Pardon me. Mario has a bit of... Um, what do you call it? Like, uh, momentum or, like, impetus or something to him. You know, like, what's mm. the word? Um, I don't know. His like, physics seem more real in the fact that he does yeah. keep going, but he also stops yeah. a lot sooner than Alex Kidd does. And if you suddenly turn around, if you're running with Mario and then you suddenly turn around in the other direction, mm. he doesn't immediately turn around, whereas Alex Kidd does. Alex Kidd will just immediately go... Right, back this way again. Yeah, which is um, stupid when you're trying to control not falling on spikes. Yeah, yeah. Spikes are a big thing in this game. Yes, there's a lot of... It's, it's a, he's very fond of spikes, isn't he, old Ian? <laughs> it's like... he Alex Kidd loves spikes. He wants to die. Alex Kidd wants to die. I like to imagine that there's like this really safe path just to, to the side. <laughs> but because the game is on this like, you know, left to right plane, mm. you, can, you just don't see that like you could easily avoid all these spikes and jumps and pitfalls and things like that. <laughs> flaming... Nobody remembers who I am. I want to die. Yeah. He just wants to show off, basically. It's a show off. He is a show off. So, there is actually a story behind this. Okay. Um, it's six months since Alex defeated Jankin the Great and reclaimed the crown. Alex's brother, Egil, mm-hmm. has taken the throne and oversees the city of Redaxian. This is still... There is still unrest on the planet Ares, however, as monsters still roam the land. Alex is greatly concerned by the whereabouts of his missing father. Redaxian... Redaxian's forces have been unable to locate King Thunder. That's his dad's name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Alex sets off himself to find him. He retraces his steps and returns to the place where the trail was lost. Perhaps there was something he missed. So this actually starts you off in the very last room of the original game where you yeah. get the crown. Yeah, so yeah. you kind of go back through the levels. The mm. levels are completely different, but the locales are the same yeah, on the map. They're thematically the same. Yeah, so you kind of yeah. trace from before you were going from uh, west to east, now you're going from east to west. Yeah. Back through Redaxian. Yeah, and it's kind of fun to revisit those locations and, and sort of reminisce on um, on the original game. I think I think it's fair to say that you and I um, have a real fondness for Alex Kidd and Miracle World, the original game. Yeah. Um, that perhaps isn't really warranted by the game itself. No, it's uh, not a great game, and we can't really say too much about that game because... We're saving that for later. That that will actually be our last episode. That's it's, that's it, kind of the joke. It's probably important to just very quickly give people an understanding of what that game is without going into too much detail. Mm. I mean, it's essentially a, a pretty basic platformer. Um, I think it was... A, did it come out before or after Mario, basically? It came out afterwards. It was released in 1986. Yeah. Uh, Mario was 85. And Alex Kidd was meant to be the mascot. For yeah, Sega. they tried. Uh, and he was such an... I mean, to be fair, mm. Mario's an odd mascot. Like, yeah. he's a plumber who wears red overalls. Yeah, you know. It's a bit weird, right? He, he, yeah. it, if you see how he started, it makes sense. Mm. Alex Kidd is like a little short... Boy monkey man yeah, with has, giant ears and a massive fist. And he has really big, cool 70s sideburns. Yeah. Um, and he does look he does look an awful lot like Sun Wukong, like the monkey like monkey from the, the Journey to the West. Yeah, yeah. A bit like that. I think um, there are obvious influences there. Yeah. And 
and yeah, he goes around. He's like, I think I won't go into too much detail, but basically, you, you go through all these levels, moving generally left to right, sometimes up and down, um, mm-hmm. platforming, uh, avoiding enemies. You punch things as your main attack, but you can collect items um, that you can use. Um, they're sort of one-off use items. Um, so once you've collected it, it's in your inventory. Uh, and then you can um, you know, use that when you choose to do so. Um, there's shops, so you collect money throughout the world and you buy items in the shops. Um, there's vehicles too, like a motorbike, a little helicopter that you pedal. Yep. Um, a, it's a boat. Um, and, you know, and it's, in this one, yeah. in this version, it has all of those things. Yeah, that's true. Except there is now a little plane. You, you fly like a little, kind of like a little Snoopy sort yes, of it's like a fighter. one-seater, like, yeah, open cockpit kind of um, mm. little plane. That's kind of cool. I think the one thing that the really... Stri- there's two things that are really striking for me that make this game different to the first game. Even saying the word first game is a bit weird because this isn't really an official sequel. It's not. But let's count it as a sequel. Okay. Um, so, the differences between this and the first game. Yeah. Number one, there are no rock, paper, scissors battles in this game. So, in, in Mario... Sorry, in Mario. In Alex Kidd Miracle World 1... Um, a lot of the boss fights in the game, not all of them, but a lot of them, are resolved not by actually fighting the enemy, but by playing rock, paper, scissors with them. Yep. Or Jenkin or Rochambeau, whatever you want to call it. Um, and if you uh, win, then they die. And if if uh, if they win, then you die. It's very it's a very die. It's probably the most high stakes game of rock paper scissors you've ever <laughs> you've ever seen. You turned to stone, don't you? Yeah, and that was a big feature of the game, even to the extent that the the final boss was called like Jenkin the Great. Jenkin the Great, which is you know I think Jenkin is the, the Japanese term for the yeah for rock paper scissors. Yeah. yeah, so that's a big theme in in Alex Kid Miracle World One, and there's just zero of that in Alex Kid Miracle World Two, which is good. Yes, I don't think. Look, I don't know whether I miss it particularly, but I'm conscious of its absence. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's no Jenkin in this game. Or what's the other big thing you feel? Um, the other thing, um, because the graphics are spot on, the gameplay is spot on, uh, for better or worse. Yep. Um, but the music is, is different. The music is original. Uh, so the Ian, I assume, or one of his mates, um, put together um, an, an original soundtrack yep. for Alex Kidd Miracle World 2. Um, what do you think of it, AC? Look, I'm going to say it's not bad. Mm. It's not great. It's pretty ordinary 8-bit music. Yeah. Uh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It does seem to suit yeah. what they were going for. But, I don't know, the original Alex Kidd music mm. was pretty great. Yeah. If there was one thing I could... Like, I would still find myself humming some of the tunes sometimes. <laughs> especially the castle theme. Yeah. Astute listeners will notice that a lot of our... um. Uh, incidental music. incidental music in their podcast is, is is ripped right out of that game. So is, yeah. we obviously have a lot of um, fondness for that soundtrack. Although, again, I think I think it's fair to say that we're self aware enough to realize that the music isn't exactly like ten out of ten world's best video game music. It's just that we have a fondness for it. You know? Yeah, I think that describes us to a T for the entire first game. Yeah. So as I said, this is kind of just like a, a kind of a rom hack sort of original game that somebody used the assets uh, using an editor Mm. and then released. And you can get this ROM for free. You can download it uh, and just search for Alex Kid Miracle World 2 ROM. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can download it for free. This uh, gentleman, Ian, though, did actually make a limited number of 
cartridges wow. and they look exactly like the original um master system cartridges and boxes as well which i think is really cool that is cool yeah, yeah. i wonder i wonder how much they're going for it's probably pretty prohibitive uh, i'd imagine so uh, yeah. I, it may have been like a kickstarter thing or may have been like a limited order kind of thing but mm. you know this game has been getting some pretty good reviews from people who like alex kid yeah the alex kid community out there yeah you know, and the there is kid such forums a- are ablaze with there is such a thing, <laughs> yeah. which disturbs me greatly. Uh, Alex Kidd fandom is a weird, is a weird. Um, you thought niche. Sonic, you yeah. thought Sonic people were weird. Yeah. They are weird, actually. You don't need to think that. They just are yeah. pretty freaking weird. Uh, but uh, I think yes, it's Alex like- Kidd. <laughs> think of like what Sonic people were before then, like older, more crustier, possibly more crazy people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so look, <laughs> this. Uh, what I will say about this game is that it looks. And feels the same. Mm. It is balls hard, though. Yeah. This thing is brutal. Mm. Um, Even in the first kind of couple of levels where things should be pretty easy, it ramps up the difficulty quite a lot. Mm. And because we were playing it on my Retro Freak, because the ROM works on that, uh, I found a problem in that there was just enough very, very slight input lag on the controller that it just made it a little little bit more hard yeah so what did rob and i do while we were playing it well we saved scummed essentially yes, we did um and i'm not i'm not ashamed to say it um there are jumps in there yeah like when you have a block directly above your head and you need to make a pretty pretty precise jump yes and then when you make that precise jump there's a ghost block and if you touch the ghost block ghosts come out and chase you and kill you yeah and there's a sense in which he was kind of i, I get the sense that ian may have um deliberately made the game a little harder than the first one i think in some ways it should be yeah because you didn't you don't want to just play miracle world again yes. but you need to change things up mm. but it is it is quite hard especially towards the end i was just safe scumming in like particular areas just because i didn't didn't want to do the whole thing again i think that's an interesting to sort of think about the contrast between this game say and um uh super mario lost levels or super mario brothers 2 in in japan because that game was designed it was basically the same game you Mm. know they they didn't really innovate much in terms of graphics or or gameplay or anything they just made the same game but harder yeah um to challenge people who felt that the first game was too easy or had felt they'd mastered the first game and i wonder whether there's i mean there's some similarity with this but the difference to me is that mario is all about skill yeah whereas Alex Kidd is not like it's not really about skill. It's there is a lot of memorization yeah. in Alex Kidd Miracle World One. Yeah, and and I don't think that I like how do I put this? I think that people would enjoy uh, people who're really good at Mario would enjoy um, the Lost Levels more than people who are really good at Miracle World would enjoy Miracle, Miracle World Two. If that makes sense, because it's it's. It's not like, oh, I'm going to take the skill set that I've got from from Miracle World and like just apply to this and I'll fly right through the game. Like, no, no, no. Because a lot of the things that make those games hard are just like just dickish, sort of fiendish level design things that, that aren't so much about skill, but about, like you said, memorizing. Yeah. And um, a lot of like, you know, like dead ends and like, oh, you picked the wrong path and now you're screwed. Like, yeah, pretty that much. That sort of level design that, um, and, you know, to, to his credit, Ian's kind of, you know, that that comes straight from the first game, and he's kind of brought that across. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to like. It's not like it's ramping up the difficulty, and it's a fun challenge necessarily. It's more just like difficult and annoying. I, th- I think. I think that difficult and annoying kind of sums it up. So yeah. bearing in mind that this is kind of our. F- 
first game that we've reviewed. Yeah, you know, no, no, it's it's a real game, but it is kind of unofficial. It's not like a, a proper Sega joint it's using a, Sega characters. Yeah. Would you recommend this game? Look, oh God, it's a hard sell, isn't it? I mean, it's a very niche audience, right? Yeah. I mean, like, if you're not, if you didn't play Miracle World, then why on earth would you play this? Basically, so, <laughs> that, so that already eliminates like a vast swathe of of the people who, who might be interested in in this game. You know, the video gaming crowd. You know, Venn diagram. There's like this tiny little dot of people who've played Miracle World. In, yeah. You know? So, and but, who still think of it fondly? Yeah, well. like yeah, that's people like us, the craziest people of all. But but having said that, if you are in that little niche, I think I think you owe it to yourself to check it out. Yeah. Because it is it is cool. It, it is well done. It's um, a loving homage. Um, and the level design, while I, while I did say that it's fiendish and annoying. I mean, that's just what the first game was like. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the first game is not an easy game. Yeah. So. Um, I do, I do recommend this game with all those caveats to those people who have a fond memory of Alex Kidd in Mirror World, like us. So, what are you about at UAC? What's where do you land on this? Uh, oh no, fuck this! No. <laughs> game sucks. <laughs> okay, no, no, I should, I, I should actually say that I have finished this game. Mm. I did finish it by save scumming, but I did every single bit of it. Like I did explore every level. I did go through the entire game. Mm. I finished it. I was very happy when I finished it. Um, the last boss isn't a Jenkin guy, but he does like you. You need to fight him in the traditional sense. Okay. Um, but he does kind of have like rock paper scissors going on with his hands. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, a little, a little sort of uh, throwback there. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so look, look. I'm going to say if you are a big Alex Kidd fan, mm. check it out. Mm. You should. I think Ian has done a good job with this. I'm yeah. not. I'm not um, disparaging the almighty Ian here. <laughs> I think Ian captured the essence of the first one and made a sequel yeah that being said mm. the first game isn't great isn't isn't the best source <laughs> material to draw getting, from getting like a seven out of ten game and like making another a sequel to it and yeah. being faithful to it you're gonna get a seven out of ten if you're really successful the best you can go for, you can get is a seven out of ten right yeah, like, using the original assets and everything. yeah if you're not gonna like innovate on it then yes the 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 ceiling is set at 7 out of 10. So Rob and I do have a fondness for this. And we enjoyed playing it today. But we were also safe scumming even when you and I were playing today. <laughs> yeah. Just so we didn't have to go back and do things again. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun to kind of like just, yeah. just have a bit of nostalgia. It's niche. But yeah. Mm. Yeah. We had a bit of fun. Cool. All right. Well, with that, why don't we move on to our beloved Game Life Balance segment. You been busy? Yeah, actually, I have uh, had some stuff going on. Um, I'm not sure where to start, really. I guess there's a few things to cover off. I suppose we'll talk about games first, right? And then we'll move to yeah, life. yeah. Well, well, I I know what you're going to bring up here because mm-hmm. it's been nothing but wall to wall venison. <laughs> oh, it was chicken. Yeah, that's right. Chicken involved. That's right. I got my chicken dinner, baby. I got it twice actually. I got two really? chicken dinners. Yes. I didn't hear about the second one. No, I did. I I I beat, I, I won. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, uh, twice actually. So, um, yeah, that was a bit of an achievement. I think the first time was one of those perfect storms where um, I landed in a really good location. When the circle popped up, I was in a good spot, found a lot of good equipment, killed a few guys on the way, and like looted their corpses, and just got together a really good, um, you know, stash of equipment. And everything just seemed to be just working really well in my favor. So it was, I think. Like it would be, it would be unfair to me to say that it was all luck, but I think luck was on my side. Let's say, yeah, um, that felt really good though. So when you shot the last person, did you know it was the last person? No, I didn't, because there were three. Last time I glanced at the counter, there were three, yeah. and then I came over the hill and saw this guy, you know, looking in another direction. I think he'd killed 
the the third guy, and then I just like shot him because I had a, a scope on my rifle. Like, uh-huh. It was really easily just boom. picked him off. Yeah, and that was it. That was it. I shot him Easy. in the head, winner, and it was just chicken like, dinner. boom, like winner winner chicken dinner. And I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> so happy. Um, was this really early in the morning? This was, or about, something? This was, this was after midnight. Um, <laughs> On a school night, I think, and I sent you a photo. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Uh, it's a funny story there is because I kind of, I, I half woke up, mm. but not because of your message, because my phone's on silent. You're not important enough. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. But um, like, I very vaguely remember just checking my phone um, and just like going, oh, I got something from Rob. It'll wait till the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to sleep. And then when I woke up, I kind of went, oh, yeah, I got a message from Rob. Why was Rob... Oh, God, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> I knew what it was before I checked. Yeah, sorry about the table there, guys. Um, yeah, I did um, I did win. Um, so what about the second time? I've been trying to get that for about a month, haven't I? Or a bit over... Like two months. Two months. Yeah. Um, second time um, was a bit more, I would say, on the skill side for me. Um, but again, I mean, you know, like, there's a certain amount of luck involved um, because... You know, it was all about the location. I think the second time around, I um, where I parachuted down turned out to be like very, very central to the where the circle ended up, um, which was a bit not ideal. I prefer to be more towards the edge of the circle because that gives you some certainty about where the baddies are. Um, but in this case, um, it was good because no one else had really gone in that direction. I'd parachuted quite far. I'd sort of jumped out of the plane and then and then almost immediately pulled my chute and just tried to get very very far away yeah so there was no one around and i was in a really good location so i could run around and loot and gather stuff and then i just waited and ambushed a few people when they came to the area um um you know again gathered up a good you know um cross-section of loot um that time i the last guy I killed with a shotgun oh nice yeah have you um, ever killed someone with a frying pan no i really want to but i really want to kill there's a few little <clears throat> goals i have now that i've beaten the game a couple of times i want to kill someone with a molotov cocktail yeah i want to kill someone with a, a melee weapon um like a pen ideally would be really funny because it makes this really fun I'm not, i don't know if you're aware but it makes this really humorous dull donk, donk sort of yeah. yeah yeah this it's really really a funny like metallic sort of sound um so I'd like to do that because I think it would make it would it would make the person on the receiving end laugh as well. I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's that. Uh, I think I'd I'd like to just get more familiar with some of the areas of areas of the map that I'm I'm not super familiar with. Go in the tunnels. Yeah, tunnels. The South Island. I don't go to very often. Um, the um, you know the the mansion, the school, like just those those like those sort of like if you will celebrity locations on the map that are mm. you know named and. And marked out um, that can be um, hotspots for loot. Um, also, uh, I'd like to I'd like to successfully assemble a sniper rifle and then use it successfully because I've often found a sniper rifle but then couldn't find a scope for it. Nah. Or found a scope, found a sniper rifle, and then died. Ah. So it's annoying me that I haven't actually had a chance to sit up on a hill somewhere and pick people off. You know that that seems to be like kind of the most luxurious way to play that game. I'd like to enjoy that experience because so far, like all my kills have been fairly close range. So um, how, yeah. like when did you get your second chicken dinner? How long ago was that? Uh, that was not, that was like, a, um, I think that was before I came over on the weekend. So, Oh really? The second one? Yeah. So, okay. So Rob came over last weekend and he, because he had the chicken dinner, I, mm. we actually cooked him a chicken dinner. Yes, it was quite good. <laughs> when he came that. over for dinner on um, on that Saturday night. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so thank you for that. And your, your wife put together a lovely feast. Lovely, um, lovely chicken dinner. Yeah. So that that's been my gaming achievement. So I might actually turn my mind to other games, but I think I think I'm going to follow your advice from a couple of episodes ago 
and um, really wring every last drop of fun out of this game that I can because I think you I think what you said was that you know it's rare that you enjoy a game this much and you may as well just like you know yeah and also so this is early access you you have to buy in when the full game comes out you have to buy that again no as no no well, uh, by, by by buying the game in early access I've got the full game you do okay yeah, yeah. so when it comes out in in like I don't know like late this year early next year I'm yeah. guessing early next year I'm hoping the way that things are going I really hope they release a new map soon or something but one, yeah. they might just be saving that for the full release potentially at this point I don't know I I do like playing that game as yeah. stressful as it is but I haven't purchased it mm. so I don't know I think maybe I, sh- I should get in on the ground level but yeah I don't know it's a lot of, there's a lot there's a pretty steep learning curve yeah um not so much in the gameplay but in how to play it yeah I think because Not a lot like, of strategies yeah it's the strategies you know and everyone has their own way of of, stra- of playing it like my way is by no means the best and it may actually be like fairly bad because it took me so long to win the game <laughs> um but but i have i have sort of adapted it and changed it uh, over time but yeah that that that's been gaming stuff i won't dwell on that too much more other than to like you know say hey everyone it's... you should all praise me and lord me because i am the best and nope <laughs> i won i <laughs> won the game uh so you got other things happening in your life as well don't I you do so in in uh domestic life um my daughter ruby um has uh graduated to a um a bed that does not have um well it's basically a new crib we've taken off one of the walls so she can now get out of her, her bed whenever she wants ah. which for anyone who has a toddler you know that is a terrifying moment um, because um, I really value good night's sleep and I've been very proud of the fact that we've managed to get Ruby to sleep well and sleep through the night and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so last night was the first night that How she did it didn't go? have the crib wall there. Um, really well. She slept through the, the night. So is this a whole new bed or just you just took the walls no, no, off? it's a new bed. It's annoying, right? Because the old crib was expensive. Yeah. Solid wood, beautiful. Mm. Dark wood crib. Um, uh, and it was sold to us um, as a uh, like a three in one, like you know, you can adjust it and, yeah. and take the sides off and things. Um, somewhat annoyingly, mm. <laughs> that was not the case. Um, so the bed itself is designed to be convertible, yeah. But the rel- the parts that you need to convert it are not available in Australia. No. Um, so we essentially got ripped off. Yeah. And I was trying to. I was at the time I was trying to convince Meg to go back and exercise her consumer rights and get yeah. a, get a refund or something like that. Uh, but she was just. She just finds that sort of thing too awkward. So we ended up with this very expensive crib that would only last like a year and a half or Yikes. two years. So, uh, but anyway, that's been packed away. We've, we've bought a very, very cheap crib from IKEA um, that is convertible, um, and so we've taken off one of the sides. So, this is, so it's a combination of her getting her used to a new bed, but also getting her used to this concept that she can get out of bed and and play with her toys and she stuff. can do whatever she wants. Yeah, but last night she slept through without a peek, which, which blew me away. I did not expect that. She might not realise that she even has this newfound freedom yet. Maybe. Although I suspect what it is is that she's just so tired and she's so and she just goes like she's used to going to sleep at night. Yeah. That the concept of doing an all nighter is kind of beyond her, you know? Like I don't think she really realizes the full extent of her freedom. Um or, it's not, a, or, not a bad thing for a toddler. <laughs> or perhaps it's just like because toddlers are very much creatures of habit. Hmm. So potentially it's just that the routine of going to sleep at night is so strong, it's so like ingrained in her, like her circadian rhythm is so like powerful that she's just like, oh god, I got to sleep. We've, um, we've got a nice crib. Yeah, we haven't yeah. even used it once because Maria and May <laughs> still co-sleep. Yeah, like yeah. We, we got this. I don't think it was like really expensive, but it was it was brand new. I put it together, and it, it has several different modes like yours, but. She's just never slept in there. Mm-hmm. It's not something she does. <laughs> There's like a futon on the floor which she and uh, Maria sleep in. Mm-hmm. 
together yeah. and that's what they use at the moment well, for all I know she might just always use a futon she might mm. never like use the crib at all yeah yeah It'd be interesting to try and train her to sleep because yeah. chances are that's not going to work well you might have to wait until she's like capable of holding a conversation with you you'll be like okay now you're going to sleep in this bed yeah. and she'll be like all right, you know, like like when you can have that kind of rational discussion, like when she's about four or something like. Oh God, <laughs> um, I'm never going to sleep with my wife again, am yeah, I? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you're in trouble. Um, the uh, yeah, look, I mean that's that's a unique issue for you. Although I understand that that it's more common culturally in Japan. To it is. Yeah. It is uh, often in Japan, like the mum and dad and baby up until like you know, three or four or five or whatever, mm. will sleep in the same room on futons mm. all in a row together. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's a bit weird for me. And in some areas uh, in Japan, the especially in Tokyo, some of the apartments are so small that you only have one bedroom. Yeah, sort yeah. Of, like, like a living room and a bedroom. That's all they can afford, mm. et cetera, et cetera. So it's a bit, it's a bit tricky. So having, this whole, having a whole room for a baby seems like a waste of space. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, as, as kids get older, they really should have their own space. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know people who didn't and couldn't. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, so, look, I'm a little nervous because my wife is going away this weekend. Um, it's, it's Friday. No. Thursday night recording yep. this so um, I'm hoping that when I get home Meg will tell me that that she's sleeping really well because I think if there's two nights in a row when she sleeps she sleeps through or sleeps through without too much disturbances um, that will be a great relief to me um, third because, night's a charm though because the thing is that I, I remember when Ruby was newborn and um, you know newborns just don't sleep well at all um, and I was absolutely miserable and I don't want to go back to being that that grumpy and, mm. and angry and just generally like difficult to, to, to live with. Um, so I'm really hoping that she, uh, you know, keeps up her really good sleeping, um, that the change won't have too much of an impact. So well, you, you guys have done a good job so far and you've certainly trained her mm. to have that sort of sleeping habit. So mm. I think it should be okay, but mm. Um, mm. time will tell. I'll be interested to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Anything else going on? Yeah, so other than that, uh, what else is, is new? Uh, I Oh, um, so the exam I did for the um, the Astrology Association. Yeah, I haven't heard the I've results got, of this. I got the results back. Yeah. Very surprised. Uh-huh. Um, I got 99 out of 100. <whistles> yeah. Wow, 99. Congrats. Yeah, so, I did not know this. So yeah, I'm very... So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of too stunned to be super proud. Hmm. Um, but that is like an amazing result. And um, I actually got like a medal for it because it was such a good result. Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah. So I guess I'm really good at, 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 at the maths that required to do astrology. So that's cool. Um, yeah. That was a good little like pick me up to get that news recently. Yeah. Um, uh, because, yeah, I sort of been a bit in the downy dumps for various reasons. And, and having the uh, that that result come through was, um, yeah, very, very rewarding. So that's not... Uh, Hard work pays off. Who would have who would have thunk it? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I studied my ass off for that. So I, you know, I guess there you go. You get you put in the hours and you you get the result. Mm. Uh, I had something else I wanted to mention, but I, life of me, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and I do want to might might come back to you. I do want to keep going because uh, it is a school night after. Yeah, all, so yeah, yeah. I'll pass the mic to you, AC. What have you been up cool. to recently? Well, it's it, it, as you say, it's a school night. It's interesting because we don't usually record during the week. Mm, mm. 
Um, I'm not a big drinker during the week because mm-hmm. it's a bad idea in my yes. humble opinion. Mm-hmm. I might have a couple of glasses of wine now and then or something. I'm agreeing with you as I drink a beer. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I'll have a beer or something like that occasionally, but not. I won't drink really heavily. Like proper just, drinking. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Not, not, not the dumb thing. I used mm-hmm. to be a teacher and that's, you don't do that mm-hmm. for good reasons that if you go in to work... And you're hungover, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you find out it's the uh, like the the music festival, and you've got like 600 kids uh, badly playing uh, the Village People's YMCA on recorders. Oh god, the recorder! Yeah, oh. see, that never happened to me, but I was in the situation where I wasn't hungover, and that was happening, and it was terrible. And I went, if I was hungover, this would be bloody terrible. <laughs> that kind of put me off drinking on school nights. <laughs> you just like, it's a cautionary tale, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, funny. So I learned my lesson before I actually learned it. Mm. Uh, so it is kind of odd doing it on a Thursday night, especially because I, so far, have kept to my no drinking rule for the month of August. Oh, very well done. Very well done. Which is mm. good for, it's surprising also for a couple of reasons, which I'll mention in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, uh, you know, it was two podcasts. The next one's going to be a stream of nonsense, and mm-hmm. we're probably going to be both be pretty steamed for that one, I think. But I think two weeks from now, it should be September by then. Exactly. So, yeah. You, you're going to write yourself off. Oh, right? my, yes. Separate, look look forward to the next episode where AC will be rolling on the I'll floor drunk. I'll be off tits. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, I, actually, I don't miss drinking that much. That's mm. one of the funny things. Like, I thought... Mm. Oh, you know, it's going to it's going to get really tough sometimes, but I don't miss it. Like people drinking in front of me, that's fine. Mm. You know, like Maria was like having glasses of wine and, you know, a little bit of gin and stuff and I was mm. like, no, it's fine. It doesn't doesn't bother me. I have a really strong sense of smell, mm. so I can like smell the beer you're having, but it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's more of a, a it's good because it's really stressful at work at the moment. Mm. And I'm thinking I don't need a drink to stave off the stress, mm. which is good. Mm. But I find that like when I'm just bored on like a Saturday night, mm. uh, it's kind of more of a oh, oh well, I'm not I'm not drinking, but that's all right. But that's yeah. kind of when the thought occurs to you. So it's more of like a recreational sort of thing. And when when that opportunity arises, or when it's the typical time when you would have a drink, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like crave and go. Oh my god, I just go. Eh, I'm not drinking. Mm. I, the thought occurs, but it's like eh, who cares? Well, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's um, it's. Good to know, mm. like, I suppose. Especially uh, because I've viewed it as a bit of an experiment. Um, yeah, like, I do go without drinking now and again, but mm. uh, I don't know. It was just a weird thing to, to like, re- put in the conscious, conscience, conscious effort. <laughs> Man, I sound already like I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's like, you're stone cold sober, but you're I am very sober. Yeah, I just, it's just been, uh, as I said, really stressful at work and mm. I'm quite tired. We're yeah. both quite tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is the only opportunity we're going to get to record the podcast. We do it for you, you lovely people in internet <laughs> land. We do this for you. Uh, uh, so the reason why uh, I'm surprised I haven't had a drink is because Maria and May ain't in Australia anymore. That's right. Yes, they've flown back to the... Uh, the land of the rising sun. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Uh, so. The land of underpants yeah. and vending machines. <laughs> that's go, how that's I cool. describe it. <laughs> the well-known, well-known That's phrase. what I put on my passport. Even though I don't have a Japanese passport, <laughs> I still put it on there. Yeah. Uh, no. So basically what happened was uh, Maria was originally intending to go back mm. in, um, in September. Mm. For a couple of weeks to go back for the anniversary of her father's uh, passing on the 9th of September. 
and she was going to go after Father's Day and that was all going to be good and everything. But then her mother uh, was told that she needed to have cancer treatment, uh, which is going to be radiotherapy. Mm. However, she has to be in hospital. Mm. So Maria was thinking, oh, if she's going to have to be in hospital and she can't visit much with May because they don't like babies in hospitals are there. Mm-hmm. So she could only do like maybe half an hour, an hour every day. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. She thought maybe I should go earlier and spend some time with her before she goes into hospital, mm. which is fair enough. Uh, and she also is going there for Oban, which is a... Um, I don't know how to describe that in English very well, actually. Uh, mm. It's kind of like a festival of the dead sort of thing it's like remembering your ancestors right for like three days and they have traditions and you drink suck in you leave suck out for your ancestors and stuff like that and you cool think about them and celebrate the good times mm. then you put uh chopsticks into vegetables and throw them in the stream and that's them leave right okay yeah cool so i didn't know that there were apparently maria didn't know some of this either so i was mm. kind of learning as well interesting so, Oban is pretty fascinating. It's in summer over there, of course. So, they went from uh, they went from our winter, because mm-hmm. it's winter in Australia, to summer where it's really humid. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think fun. But it's actually the rainy season at the moment. So, it's not so much hot, but just raining all the freaking time. You get that steamy kind of like hot. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the overwhelming humidity in the yeah. mountains. So, uh, she's just really busy. Like, she only messaged me, like, once today saying that she was really busy and didn't have time to message me. Oh, that's a shame. But... Which is a bit unfortunate. But, yeah. um, you know, it's so hard to look after, like, a like a toddler. Because mm. she's that toddling age now by herself. Mm. Uh, and, you know, because her mum is at home, but she's so tired from, like, all the chemo that she's having. Yeah, yeah. That she's not, you know, she can't do a whole lot to help. Yeah. So, they're over there for a month. So, she's actually going to stay there until, uh, basically, she's going to stay there uh, for her father's first anniversary. Right. First passing. So, that is going to be about four weeks. Almost four weeks and a day, I think, actually, I calculated. And they left on Monday and it's now Thursday. And, mm. you know, I'm kind of thinking I'm, I'm a lot more bored at home now. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Like, this is nice tonight because we can do this. And on the weekend, I can get people to come over. But during mm. the week, it's just, it's, it's a wasteland. Yeah, yeah. So, I did treat myself to a little something. Oh, right. Heroin. Yes. Very good. Yeah. I support that choice. <laughs> well, I bought it from you. I'm a heroin advocate and seller. <laughs> and seller heroin color. advocate. I got it from Uncle Stab. <laughs> he mails it to me. <laughs> Actually, he puts it in his butt and he gets on a plane because he's a drug mill, don't you? <laughs> Oh, Uncle Stabbo. Yep. Condoms full of heroin in his butt. We're just basically <laughs> we're just trying to get him in trouble with the law now, aren't we? There's, there's no illusions of like, uh, we're, so, we're so tired. They're just like, ah, oh, we'll just forget the whole subtlety thing. And he's just got it up his ass. I just realized it's been a few episodes since we've insulted him. And yeah, yeah, no, no, we, we, through need, the mind, so. we need to insult him. Yeah. So please do swarm on his house and arrest him because his butt is full of heroin. <laughs> Make sure you get, you're going to need the jaws of life to get in there, though. <laughs> it's, it's dense. dense uh, <laughs> so basically, okay, games. I was talking about games, how I treated myself. Uh, I've, I've been playing Splatoon. Yes. How's that going? Are you level level? Are you now? Uh, I, can, I don't know. I'm getting close to 20, I guess. But mm-hmm. I kind of put it aside a bit. Like, I was playing a lot. Mm. And then less and less and less. And then I just kind of went, I'm going to take a little break. Okay. Not because I'm... like. I'm not really sick of it, mm. but I just kind of wanted to, to play something else. Sure. Uh, and I just kind of got sick of Nintendo 
doing two levels per two hours. Yeah. Because if you if you go on at just after six o'clock, mm. for example, then it's two hours before the next update. You get sick of those maps pretty quickly. Right. And there was this one map I really wanted to play, and I got the other map ten times in a row. Oh my god. I just friggin' quit. And yeah. it said, oh, this is very suspicious. And I said, no, fucking duh. <laughs> and it's like, uh, your algorithm sucks. Yeah, yeah. So... That's lame. If you kind of go before the hour, be the even-numbered hour, mm, okay. and play a couple of maps, and then after it, you can play four maps within, like, a half-hour period and get the measure of it. But, okay, yeah. Yeah, but look, you need to plan around that. Is that because there's just so few maps that they really want to trickle them out or something? Or, like... There's not a there's not a large number of maps, and the maps are good, but you you kind of get sick of playing the same two, or in my case, often just the same one right. over and over again. Hmm. Okay. So, like, I just put it down. I'm going to get back into it. I'm sure because it's a fun game, and you know, it's just kind of turf war for me all mm. the time. Okay. Uh, but I bought Sonic Mania. Ah, uh, yes. That came out on Monday. That game has uh, a bit of believe, buzz about think? it, doesn't it? Buzz. Yeah. There is definitely, even if you're not on Twitter, which you're not, no, little no. prick. <laughs> Where did that come from? I'm just angry. Yeah. I'm an angry, angry young man. Taking out your rage on me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that game, uh, yes, I've heard good things, um, but uh, does it live up to those good things? It does. Look, it's kind of an interesting combination of 90s Sonic. Hmm. With new modern elements, with a classic look that's slightly updated. It's mm. a kind. It's this great mixture of all of these things that that work on paper, mm. and for the first time in a Sonic game, mm. possibly ever, work <laughs> in practice. Yeah. It seems like people people are saying um, th- you know, hurtful, hurtful things um, <laughs> for Sonic fans. Like this is the only good Sonic game <laughs> since Sonic Two and things yeah. like that. Um, Look, I'm a I am a fan of Sonic CD. Mm. I think that's a good game. Sonic. Two and three are good games. Mm. Sonic 1, which we were thinking of doing for the podcast, is debatable. Yeah. It's yeah. it's certainly launched everything, but going back and playing it now is actually kind of not as great as you would probably imagine it. And we were mm. Sonic fans back in the day. We were fanboys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I still have a fondness for Sonic. Yeah, so but I don't do know, I. I don't know whether that translates into thinking that the original games are like, you know, really, you know, wonderful classic yeah. games. They, ha- they, were, they were flawed They games. were classics, but they're not... They were 90s. They were very 90s. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, yeah. but that doesn't always translate to the modern period. But this one mm. has that kind of uh, retro nostalgia. Uh, like you start off in Green Hill Zone, but things change around. The music changes. The bosses changes. Yeah. There are only two zones, uh, two acts to every zone, okay. which I really like because three, you get the measure of it. And the levels are long as well. Like yeah. they're, not, they're not short by any measure. And the third act in the Sonic original games was, was often just a boss fight yeah so just slap the boss fight in the end yeah. of the second zone and you know. yeah and there are kind of boss fights at the this the end of like act ones and stuff like mm. that it's all kind of like mini bosses and stuff and it's just yeah it's just a lot of fun to play and there's a bit of variety like you actually play uh uh pio or mm. because of uh dr robotnik's mean bean machine as it was called over here yeah and it was just clever. it wasn't a hard game <coughs> excuse me well you don't have a cough button no we don't <coughs> That's all right. I'll edit those out. Okay. I definitely won't. You won't. I know what you're <laughs> like. You won't. You do, you do tops and tails. Yeah, pretty much. I truncate the silences and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, yes. Um, so, look, I'm having a blast at that game. Mm-hmm. I, I've been reading some of the reviews and, like, 
people it's it's a it's a definite eight eight point five out of ten okay. I'd say I like it mm. I'm having a lot of fun with it mm. there are different modes you can do uh, knuckles is in there for whatever that's worth mm-hmm. and you you just kind of I I bought it on a whim mm. and I just kept playing it mm. all last night yeah all the night before now it was and I just couldn't put it down. Is it one of those things where it dawned on you slowly that you really liked it? Like, you didn't really know that you liked I it. I went in like... with a very blank mind on the yeah, matter. Because, yeah. like, I, I like Sonic, but going back to the original Sonic games is tough. Mm. Uh, but playing this one, I just went, this is fun. This is fun. How? Wow. Mm. This is fun. Yeah and, yeah. and bits were surprising me. And there was, like, a bit of level ingenuity there as well. You don't have to go left to right. You There's a lot of backtracking. But not on the mm. same level. You kind of backtrack downwards or upwards. Cool. So... Sometimes it does look a bit same. You go, have I already been here? But usually you haven't been there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So I'm enjoying it. You saw me play it for yeah, a Yeah, I thought it looked cool. I, what I'm really interested about it is this is a game that is basically a throwback to the original series. Yeah. Um, in all sorts of ways. But they've taken it beyond that. Like, it's not just a, you know, it's not just like Alice Kid in Miracle World 2. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not just yeah. the same thing, you know, again. It's, they're, they're taking it further and... It seems like they're addressing some of the things that make those old games not hold up particularly well today, mm. and and made a game that that actually you know it isn't it isn't so hampered by the things that make the original Sonic games um, you know difficult to play today for most sane people. Um, yeah, so that that seems like that's a very successful thing. I'm interested in hearing more about it. Um, yeah, I. I, I... I'm up to like uh, Zone 5, I think, or something like that. I have no idea how long it is. Probably 10 or something. Uh, And people say it gets pretty hard, which I don't mind. Mm. People were saying, like, it gets pretty hard by where I'm up to. And I went, yeah, it's it's gotten a bit more challenging. But, like, it's it's retro-themed, certainly. And I'm a retro gamer, so it doesn't... You know, it's it's not, like, knocking me out or anything like that so far. Yeah, yeah. I might get stuck at one stage, but who knows. Yeah. All right, cool. Right, let's... uh, Move on to the quiz. Yeah, let's wrap this baby up and throw it out the car window. All right, a new quiz. Yes, for me you have. Yes, I've put my I put my brain. I sat down and I thought I spent a week coming up with this this brilliant new idea for a quiz. Yeah, I definitely didn't come up with this about like an hour before coming over here. You did. Uh, you told me you did. <laughs> Don't you ruin you giving the game away, AC. Yeah, because nobody um, will figure that one out. No, no, no one would know that this podcast is very poorly planned if you hadn't just spilled the beans like that. <laughs> All right, so this part, this this quiz. Uh, okay. Now I had some trouble coming out with a name for it. Yep. Um, I'm out a bit and went back and forth. Um, but in consultation with my wife. We came up with this wonderful name. Uh, so, uh, AC, let's play the Review Score Bonanza featuring Tony Danza. Disclaimer, quiz is in no way affiliated with Tony Danza. Thank God. Right, so the quiz, the quiz is basically, I'm going to read out a Metacritic score. for No, sorry, that's not, that's not right at all. I'm going to read out the name. <laughs> Imagine if I read, did, the, did it the other way around. I'm going to read out the name of a game. Yep. You're, you're going to tell me what the Metacritic score for that game out is. Out of 100? Out of 100. Okay. If you get it within five points yep. of the true score, yep. so the 10 points so okay, total yep, variance, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get one point. Okay. And if you get the exact score, you get three points. Three. But guessing, will you know, there's only one out of 100 chance if you're doing it. So yep. you have to know how popular this game was amongst the critical crowd. Okay. All right. Give it to me, baby. All right. So question number one. AC, uh, what was the Metacritic score for Super Mario Sunshine? I'm going to say it was a 78. No, actually, blown away, 
92. Whoa, come on. I know. I know. Come off it. I had to check my eyes. What are you smoking? <laughs> I could tell you that after, <laughs> you after, the, some. after the, rec- the recording's done. Oh, um, really? I invented not doing drugs. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know, I know. I was really surprised about it too. Uh, it's a Mario game. Yeah, it was functional. Just, just goes to show you that most video game critics are idiots. Yeah. So, question. <laughs> that includes us, by the way. We're technically we're critics. Part of that? Oh, God. Are we press? Um, I could get us press passes. Can I have a hat with like a little ticket with press written on it? I can just make you one. Awesome. I can make you a paper hat. <laughs> That'd be great. Can you make me a, a, pa- a paper hat out of like a you know newspaper and then we can pretend to be pirates? That would be fun. This has gone out the window, hasn't it? There's, there's no... I don't want to be press. I just want to be a pirate. <laughs> press is cool. Pirates is just like cool. Yeah. So okay. All right. So question number two, All AC. Right. Uh, Ape Escape 3. What did I... <laughs> Very obscure. I know. I'm going uh, to... The... What platform was it for... Uh, this would have been oh good good question actually I'll check that um, because there was like an ape escape for PS one uh, PlayStation two PlayStation two uh, I'm gonna say seventy five oh yes you get one point the seventy seven that was so close okay yeah so close all right AC yep how about this Stone Cold classic okay Doom yep twenty sixteen version twenty sixteen uh, I am gonna say Metacritic score of ninety eight. 87. 87? Yeah. Oh. Apparently, Super Mario Sunshine <laughs> scored better. All right. No, I'm out. I'm just... I'm out. <laughs> I'm just... No. This is why people get up in arms about review scores. This is exactly why, you know. And I don't, I don't condone that. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying... I, I can, you're I can to blame. Under, I can you're to bring this to my attention. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you want to go and write a bunch of angry letters to... to, to um... Dear Mr. Critic. Yeah, first right. name Meta. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Oh, no, that was question number three. Question number four. <laughs> glad, glad we're all yeah. on the same page. Yeah, I'm, get on the trolley, Rob. Uh, what about Crash Bandicoot 3, AC? Crash uh, Bandicoot what 3. What was the subtitle for that one? Uh, War God. or something? Yes, I think it was. Hold on, let me just check that. Uh, Sorry, I've done a very poor job of writing these down. Uh, we just warped. Okay, um, I will say that was 82. 91. No, no, no oh, points for you. No. Have I made this quiz too hard? Potentially. Uh... Question number five. SimCity from 2013. So the more recent, or the most recent, SimCity game for the PC. This is tricky because I, th- I remember this got good review scores and then the game actually came out and just, it was a shit show. Mm, mm. That thing needed to be taken out of the back and shot. So I don't know whether there was taking into account things that were happening before and after and whether that counts. So I'm just going to say 55. Close sixty four, but unfortunately uh, no points for you. Uh, I should have I should have perhaps added up the tolerance. Should I have the tolerance now? No, please? no, no. It's all right. No, these are the rules of the game. All right, we'll play the game. We'll play. Tony Danza would roll on his grave if he found out that we were changing. He's the rules. dead, right? I, I assume so. Otherwise, uh, I'm terribly sorry, Tony Danza. He listened to the show. <laughs> I keep thinking of that other guy from Becca. What Beckett? Well, oh, yeah, Danz or something. Uh, d- no. Yeah, no, I can't think of his name either. <laughs> Ted Danson. Yeah, that's that's who I thought you were talking about. Yeah, that's that's next week's quiz. <laughs> Ted Dan- Dancing games featuring Ted Danson. <laughs> All right. Um, question number six. Okay. Saints Row. Saints Row one. Oh, Saints Row one. For oh, the Xbox. I'm gonna say seventy-five. Oh, close. Eighty-one. No points for you. Ah, one point. Right. You just said seventy-six. Yeah, eighty-one. Okay. That game reviewed a bit better than I thought it did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question number seven. Sonic Boom: Colon Rise of Lyric for the Wii U. <laughs> Can I abdicate? 
Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say 38. Oh, yes, a point for you. 33. 33. Oh, just. Yeah, they that game was panned. Yeah, well, rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, if you're wondering why people talk about Sonic games sucking, um, you know, Imagine Metacritic will explain yeah. things to you. It will tell you this, this story. Right. You're on five. I'm on two. I could possibly even can, it out, but scrape, probably not. You can scrape this back, AC. Yeah. All right. This game uh, came out last year. Mm-hmm. Battlefield 1, the World War 1 version of Battlefield. Oh, that. Uh, I'm going to say 83. Yes, 88. One point for you. Mm. Close. Close, close, close. All right. Question number nine. This is just out of curiosity. I looked this up. Mm-hmm. One of my personal favorite games, Crusader Kings 2. Uh, it's two. 81. Oh, 82. One point for you. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Close. One more point. And I you... was thinking of 82 as well. Yeah, but I yeah. Didn't I say that last time? Probably shouldn't repeat myself. Hmm. Well, you never know. It's like lucky numbers in the lottery. Okay. Numbers. Well, it's four to me, five to you. Can I even out the score here? All right. How about this one, AC? Um, we reviewed this game <laughs> within living memory. <laughs> Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Oh, it was last week's game, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So how did that game go Metacritic-wise? Oh, it's got to be high. It was good. I just don't know whether all the critics would have gotten on that level. I'm going to say 91. 93. One point for you. Five. Wow, oh, you Covered Even the doubt. spread. There you go. That was exciting. Well, I'm happy with that, actually. I think that five-point tolerance a, is about right. Got a couple of close calls there. I was considering going with a ten-point tolerance, but I thought that's too easy. You know, it just gives you too much yeah, scope. No. You can just go, like, 80 for everything. I don't and, mind know. failing the quiz, though, yeah, now yeah. and again. Because, like, like, let's face it, you win nothing. Yeah. You, it's more of a trivia. You don't even get thing, glory because no one listens to the show anyway. So. <laughs> you don't even get the glory. <laughs> you just get... You just get you I'll know, get the, your glory, whatever that means. <laughs> I'm not tired. I'm full of beans. <laughs> God. All right. Well, um, we've come to the the close. Um, so um, do you want me to read the copy? It's always a sad, sad moment for us when we ask AC to read the copy, especially when he doesn't. So don't do that. Oh, okay, I'll read it in my lizard man voice. Oh God. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed listening to Gamelab Bands Australia. This guys did a great one. Listen to the podcast. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> What the hell is a lizard man? I don't know. What? I thought that was some sort of character that I wasn't aware of because I'm out of touch with. Well, it is now. (laughs) Oh, you you do it in your mafia in mafia pope (laughs) mafia pope voice. Just start halfway. People know. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Let's start again. All right, let me let me get it right. Okay. Yeah, you guys. All right, here we go. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. You can visit us on the web. At GameLifeBalanceAustralia.com Where you'll find, you'll find links to our podcast feeds, video content, and links to our sister show in the US. You can follow AC on Twitter, at ProdTally, and our official Twitter feed is at GameLifeBalanceAustralia. Which I totally haven't lost the password to. <laughs> if you enjoy our show... <laughs> okay, this is getting weird. <laughs> come on, come on, hey. Pontiff, bring it home. <laughs> if you enjoy the show... Please rate us and give us a positive review on the iTunes, which really helps. And tell your friends too, okay? <laughs> it's Mafia Pope signing off. See you later, alligator. Mafia Pope. <laughs> Listen, man, what's some of that action too? Remember, don't use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll come to your house and rough you up. Unless, unless you're fucking the lizard man. Oh, he, he practices safe sex. Ha! <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Did I turn it off? I didn't turn it off. Oh, God. (laughs) 